Hey, intentional people, before we start the show, I want to tell you about a resource that I know that we can all benefit from. As go-getters and goal-getters, sometimes we get stuck, hindered, or find ourselves needing help in one area or another. I know personally that I lived for many years hindered by the opinions of others, which led to many insecurities and setbacks. It took so much more than prayer to get me out of the funk that I was in. What helped so much was that I talked to a licensed therapist who helped me get to the root of my issues so I could build myself back up to see myself as God sees me. I began seeing therapists on a consistent basis, which helped so much. This is why I'm excited to tell you about BetterHelp.com. It is a secure online professional counseling service that is available for clients worldwide. Check out BetterHelp.com P-O-P for 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com P-O-P. Let's get into the show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Progress on Purpose podcast. I'm really excited to be on here today. This is officially episode number 25. And I don't know about anybody else, but to me, that is so exciting, like to be at episode 25, like I'm only three quarters away from my first hundredth episode. And that's how I break things down. So I'm really excited to be at 25. This journey um, to wholeness season has been by far so, so, so impactful and helpful. If you have not listened to the other episodes within this season, you might want to go back and binge listen so that you can get caught up on the different ways that you can be free from certain things and release certain things so that you can live your best life. Sometimes things holding us back are things that we haven't dealt with in our childhood or in our the early parts of our years where it's affected us as adults. And so we have to go back and deal with those things. And actually today's interview with Ebony Penland is, is one of those episodes that, oh my God, Ebony, I think she's a saint. I think she's a saint. She has, and she's going to get into it, but she's talked about how she has through the power of forgiveness been able to heal through so many things and it has allowed her to move forward and and rapidly because she used forgiveness as her tool and I call her a saint because some of the things that she's done like she was she's the first that I've ever heard to do certain things when it came to forgiveness and so I'm gonna let you guys listen in on to the episode to find out but I mean, Ebony's amazing. I met her on Facebook um, and her personality is so magnetic and she is so vibrant. She's a motivational speaker. She's a uh, she's self-employed as an entrepreneur. She has a beautiful uh, skincare business and man. She's just an amazing person. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Ebony Penland. 
Hello, Ebony. Thank you for joining Progress on Purpose podcast today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited that you could join us today. More than anything, it brings me so much pleasure to have this platform to share all of the awesomeness that you bring to the table with the world. After today, so many more people are going to know just how dope you are. And I am sure that with your story, you are going to inspire so many people to live intentionally and pursue their passion passions and make intentional decisions towards all of that. So thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I am so blessed. Thank you so much for that introduction. And thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm like excited. I'm elated for this. I'm really excited. So thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm I'm so glad that that we got connected. Um, Facebook is amazing. Like you can just meet so many people. I'll listen to um, a podcast called Redefining Wealth by Patrice Washington. Great podcast. Um, and one of the things that she said on an interview with one of her guests was sometimes you have to find your tribe. Like if you're surrounded by people who um, you I mean, they're your friends, but you you know how sometimes you just want a different crowd. Yeah. You're trying to go in a different direction with, with your business or your life in general. And those particular people you may not have in your circle yet. You have to literally go out and find them. And so on yeah. this journey to wholeness uh, season, I intentionally looked for people who were showing um, evidence that they were on a journey or had just, you know, come off of a journey. And I don't, I don't like to come off because it, you, it never ends to me. Right. But but you were showing evidence of that um, through your Facebook post. And so I reached out to you and I'm so glad I did because we connected and I got to see a little bit into your life and what you post online. And yeah. I must say you're a beautiful spirited person. And Thank I'm you. happy to talk to you today, really. Oh, don't hype me up like that. Thank <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey to wholeness. Well, um, about myself, I am a um, full-time entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I have a business um, called Pearls Essentials Cosmetics. I make plant-based skincare. Um, it's to promote self-care and self-love. Um, I'm also an author. My book is on Amazon. I self-published. It's called The Lighthouse and the Fisherman. Um, it's a faith-based book. Um, really amazing read. Um, I'm also a motivational speaker. I, um, I, I feel like my calling is to um, empower and inspire women to, um, to find their truth and be their best selves, especially after dealing with a past of trauma and hurt. It's important to move past that and continue to persevere and search for your purpose. So that's pretty much um, about me. Um, I'm also a wife and a mother of three as well. Mm -hmm. um, and what was the second portion of the question? Tell us about your personal journey to wholeness. Okay, awesome. I'll be happy to do that. Well, my personal journey to wholeness, um, I wasn't always whole. I was broken mm -hmm. um, into pieces. Um, in my childhood, I was actually molested by a cousin of mine for about four years of my life. It started at age five. Um, so I was tore up from that pretty much throughout my life um and then 
out of high in high school actually my high school so so called sweetheart um was abusive um i was in the relationship for six years i was abused for about five and a half years um i was abused mentally physically emotionally financially sexually everything you name it i went through that for over five years um it took me a while to realize that i victimized myself you know what i'm saying and a lot of us that are survivors or went through any type of trauma, um, a lot of the times why it's hard for us to become whole and find ourselves is because we continue to sit in that and saturate in it and we blame and and not saying it's our, our fault. But when you do that and you don't find a place in your heart to forgive for yourself, then, oh, that's it. You, you're you going to sit in that. You know what I'm saying? So I had to go on an entire road of self-discovery, which took years. I'm, I'm 30 now. Um, it took years. Um, so um, that's, that's pretty much what I did. I pretty much been journaling. I found God. I've been praying. I, um, I forgave. And I feel like that's the first step to the journey of wholeness. And that's the first step that I took. I forgave. Mm-hmm. So Hold you you said so much that I want to unpack. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is okay. Um, sometimes our stories, you know, we like to package them, yeah. but it there's so much in that, and mm-hmm. I believe that that is why you you are called to speak as a motivational speaker because you've been through so much. Yeah. Um, but you said at the age of five. Yep. You were um you were molested by your cousin. Yep. How did you heal from that? From that, I healed from that, from talking about it Mm -hmm. and prayer, talking to God. And what he told me was, Evan, you just gonna have to forgive. And I didn't understand what forgiveness really was, like the true, real meaning of actually forgiving somebody. I never really saw that before, especially growing up. So for me, it was like, I really had to um, to dig deep. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I really, really, really had to get in there and I wrote about it. I would journal about it. Um, I would write dark poetry. Um, and then I just started to talk about it again in my twenties. Um, it came out again. Um, talking to my family about it. And I also went to a women's therapist. So um, it was a very long journey, but that was the way for me. Um, I had moved to Texas when I was a teenager. So when Mm -hmm. I moved back to Ohio, which is where my family is and where I'm from, I saw my uh, molester. And Mm -hmm. um, when I saw him, I thought that I had already moved past it but I didn't so Mm -hmm. it was kind of one of those flea situations so what happened was God did his work in me and that's when when he had said Ebony you're gonna have to forgive that's what I did and so the next time I saw him I actually hugged him and I know that's gonna sound crazy to some people but I was in a place where I was able to hug him hug him I looked him in his eyes and I said you know what I forgive you and it wasn't for him. It was for myself. Yeah. I'm sure that was really cathartic for you, too, because it was it sounds like it was like a, a letting go mm-hmm. so that you can move on. 
And yeah. and you who never you I firmly believe that, you know, people do things for a reason. Yes. Um, I believe that hurt people hurt people. Uh, um, and so you don't know by you hugging him, you don't, I, I could just imagine how cathartic that was for him too. Yeah. Um, not to, not to maximize or, or, um, to illuminate what he did to you. Cause that definitely is wrong. Yeah. Um, but I also believe that as a human being, um, and especially as somebody who, you know, you seek forgiveness in one in one area and you and the Bible tells us that in order for us to be forgiven, we must forgive others. And right. you're the first person that I ever have ever encountered who actually um like hugged somebody that did something so so dark to them. Yeah. Um that is that is really really remarkable. Uh, I'm sitting here like, woo, that how I mean, how did you even muster up the courage to do that? Because I'm thinking, all right, if if that if this was me, and I claim that I am healed, I claim that I am healed from the situation, I forgive this person, mm-hmm. but the me in me is like, I forgive you, but I'm gonna forgive you from a distance. <laughs> or yeah. I forgive you, but I'm not going to, in, in, you know, have a conversation with you or embrace you. So how did you, did you do that? Did you have thought to it? Or did you, was it just like, I got to do this? It was, it was more so, it was spiritual. Mm-hmm. So I had to take self out of it Mm -hmm. and I had to allow God to do his work completely like I'm really 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 big on you know what Lord I just want to die in the flesh so you can use me I want to be able to hear what God is telling me to do so he so he's directing my steps so when I was able to do that and put myself to the side like completely to the side it it made it so possible for me to forgive in the way that that Jesus forgives for to forgive in the way that I know that every day that goes by that I wake up in the morning that God forgave me so when I look at things in that light and then on top of the fact that I I not at all by any means excuse any type of abuse or assault that happens to anybody but I will say we were children Mm -hmm. and me looking back now as a 30-year-old woman and seeing what his childhood was like, yeah, I can see how somebody can be so messed up to do something like that mm-hmm. as a child. Mm-hmm. So me saying, you know what, I can forgive the child in him that went through the traumas that he went through that made his mind go, you know what, I'm going to do this to my cousin and to mm-hmm. actually do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I was able to, it's, everything is perspective. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like. You know what I'm saying? So I'm able to see things from a different scope. Yeah. And what was his reaction? Um, he actually had a smile on his face. And he was like, thank you, cuz. Thank you. He was like, I love you. Yeah. And that was that. And I'm so glad you pointed out that he was a child, too. Yeah. I think that that's very, very important as well. So then you went on to high school and you were in a relationship, a, a six-year relationship, that was abusive in so many ways. And that is also something that um, I'm a teacher. And so, I, and I teach high school as well. So I see a lot of like teen abuse um, mm-hmm. 
And a lot of the times the girls, if, it, if the girl is the one being abused, she doesn't even realize it. She thinks that it's affection in some crazy, strange way. Yep. And if the guy is being abused, he is, he doesn't recognize it as abuse because sometimes he just wants to be accepted or whatever the case is too. Yep. I'm, I'm curious as to how you were able to realize that, um, what you were experiencing was actually abuse. I think that I, I, you know what? I can't say that it was the very first time because the very first time it happens, it's normally a, I'm sorry, it'll never happen again type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I would say it took me about probably about three months in when the abuse started to, to for me to realize, yo, hold on, like, he really, like, he's serious right now, like, this is, he really, I'm really in an abusive relationship. And how and old were you around this time? I, let me see, we got together when I was 16, mm -hmm. yeah, I think I was about, no, we got together when I was about 16 or 17, and it started when I was 18, I remember, mm -hmm. because I, I was um, supposed to fly to New York to be a fashion model, and meet with this uh, world-renowned photographer. And when I told him the news, he was a music artist and he wasn't really doing anything with his music. So I was thinking there was like a rage and jealousy because I was about to go, you know, do what I said that I wanted to do and he wasn't getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so it just, it just, it just, he just completely like flipped. Mm -hmm. So, um, from there, it, it happened for about five and a half years. And it was like, it was insane. It was crazy. It was as if you can look that person in the eye and be like, I don't even see you anymore. Like, you gone. Mm -hmm. it's, it was it's like a demonic takeover or something, you know? Mm -hmm. And so how did you... How did you get out of that relationship? Because especially since it was so long, like mm -hmm. how did you realize that this was not what the relationship was supposed to be like? And then how did you get out? The last year in their relationship, I was already broken up with him in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, I did, I was sexually, I didn't want to do anything. So in that last year it was more so forced, which mm -hmm. I guess you can call right. Mm -hmm. um, and my daughter, I had my, daughter my my oldest um with him mm -hmm. and she was one around that time and um it took for him to that it all happened in the same day the morning I was going to go to work um he slapped the keys across my face the car keys because his dad was in town and he was like I'm about to take my dad to the airport and I'm like that would take an hour I have to be to work in literally 15 minutes and so it turned into a big argument and he eventually like slapped the keys across my face and then threw them at me. And then later on that day, when I got home from work, I was going to go to um, dinner with some friends from high school. And um, he followed me down the stairs with, with our daughter in his hand. And um, when I started the car and started to reverse out, he stood, he sat her on the hood of the car when I put it in drive to pull off. And she was just screaming about how hot the car was because we're in Texas. It was about, it was summertime. So it had to be, I, I remember being about 104 degrees outside. So you can mm -hmm. imagine how it burned her skin. And he was just yelling to the neighbors, look, everybody, look, 
she uh, driving with my daughter on a hot car. Look, and it was just like mind blowing. So I just got out of the car, ran, like snatched my daughter, ran back up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And a couple of days later, I secretly like packed what I could and we left. Me and my daughter left. Wow. Yep. And so your daughter is now how old? She's 10. She's 10. Does she know about this situation? She doesn't know that that happened to her. Mm -hmm. She just knows surface. I don't talk bad about him or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, She just knows, you know, why you can't be around your dad is because he's, um, he's not healthy. Right. You know, so. And so are you currently on a journey to forgive him too? Or where are you at with that? Oh, he's forgiven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I just can't, I don't have room in my mind, my heart, or my spirit with where I'm going to, and where I'm at today. To that allow, part. Yeah, to <laughs> allow anybody, anybody's what hurts, past hurts, or traumas that were on them, that they, even if they projected it on me, I just can't allow that to sit and fester in my spirit for my entire life. That's the perspective that I look at things. It's like, it's either you're going to allow this person to still have that control and power over you spiritually or you're not. So I choose, I choose not. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. That part right there. <laughs> no room for unforgiveness, especially because you know where you're going or you have a glimpse that God is taking you somewhere else. Yep. I love that. Yes. That is everything. It is. It is. I say all the time. I'm like, I even do live videos on it on Facebook. I'm just like, you know what, y'all? Forgiveness. You want to know why your your blessings are being blocked? It's because you you haven't forgiven yourself and you haven't forgiven anybody else that's done anything to you. You have to forgive first. That is the first step to living a whole life. That's the first step to move and being able to move in your purpose without being like triggered by your past or triggered by anything that somebody does today that'll remind you of your past. Like you got to forgive. That's it. Girl, I know you can see me because we have a video and I literally am (laughs) jumping in my spirit because that is everything like forgiveness is everything and that truly is that's my story too like before I launched this podcast before I was more sound uh, of a sound you know mentally Mm -hmm. in my marriage and it just as a woman I had to go on this journey of wholeness for myself and it encompassed forgiveness yeah had I not forgiven had I not let go of bitterness and a grudge that I was holding on to it would not have allowed me to have any room for where God I know God has taken me and Mm. even in this moment right now whatever it is that I'm doing See, the thing that the the thing that I think people don't think about when it comes to forgiveness is it's not necessarily about physical position. 
it's all about mental position and spiritual position where you are in your spirit and where you are in your mind Mm. can be hindered by unforgiveness and bitterness in that it's like a canker sore it's like yeah it eats at you and so it's the thing that you think about you think about it's the thing that you're concerned about so you mm-hmm. can't think about anything else you can't find yourself anywhere else you can't even spiritually you can't go anywhere else yeah until you make room and the only way that you can make room is to forgive yes Girl. yes yes Hmm. that's it that's it so so is that your core message to to people that's my core message my core message to live your best life to move in purpose to live a whole life is and to stop living crippled in fear to stop living a stagnant life to in order for you to freely move to freely move you're gonna have to forgive Period. And we can't forget to forgive ourselves because a lot of the times whenever anything happens, we try to find a reason to point the finger at ourselves because I know I have, mm-hmm. even with rape, even with um, any type of physical abuse, mental abuse, we try to find any type of reason whatsoever. And it's like, even that little inklet, it can be dancing in your mind for the longest, like, this is why, this is why, this is why. You have to forgive yourself, give yourself permission to move forward. Give yourself permission to be happy. Give yourself the permission to be at peace in your life. Because if you don't, it's going to eat you away. And then you're going to find yourself being 70 years old, unhappy, telling your story as to why you didn't live in purpose. And as to why you didn't break that generational curse like you were called to do and you were being disobedient. And so therefore, we know where all that goes. So it's like, forgive, period, forgive. How do you, though, allow, how do you do that? How do you give yourself permission? What does that look like? Um, I can say, um, personally, for me, um, when I gave myself permission, I was on a journey where first I was trying to find myself. You had, I had to be in a place where I was quiet and I was still. Um, so before I actually like really found God, I was into, you know, chakras and, uh, I was into some crazy, I was crazy, but, um, uh, you just have to go on the journey. You have to, uh, figure it out and try to find out who you are, find out what you like, find out what you don't like. You might not even like the same cereal that you like before whatever happened, happened to you. You know what I'm saying? Because we all go through something and we all go through changes and we all grow. So um, you have to first try and find out who you are after a trauma or after whatever may have happened to you, you know? So once you um, are on that that road to self-discovery, then it's going to be a point in time when you're like, okay, so now that I'm completely stripped of all of the the generational thinking that I had to break myself free from and the, the curses and all of that, um, you're now in a place where you're there and you're like, okay, so now all of these people and things are going to come up and you forgiving them, you're laying all of that out, but then you're like, wait a minute. So I have to free myself. So when I'm freeing myself, that's when I have to be like, 
I, you can even write it down. I blame myself for the abuse. I blame myself for being homeless. I blame myself for being broke. I blame myself, whatever it may be, write it down. And when you face it. it down, yes, face that thing. And after you do that, burn that paper, crumble it, rip it to shreds. And so then from there, that's when you can start even writing down your daily affirmations about how dope you are. Right, I forgive myself. I am beautiful. I am going to shape and mold my children to be something great. I'm going to, I'm great. I'm a queen. I'm, that's when you, I forgive myself. You have to push all of that stuff out. You have to allow yourself to feel. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, that's, I've noticed that, that that was a problem with me. And I'm noticing it a lot in the black community is we just don't allow ourselves to feel, especially our black men, our kings. We have to allow ourselves to feel. And that's what I tell my husband all the time. Feel it. No, don't fight your tears. Feel what you're feeling. Let that thing out. Say exactly what you were about to say to me with no filter. Let it out so that you can say it, be free, and then you can forgive yourself. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Ebony. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All I got, I have one question. I got a bunch of questions, but I got one question. <laughs> <That's> that. <laughs> when is this program starting? Because you definitely have a uh, a void to fill in exactly what you just said. There are so many people that I believe you're going to help just because of the knowledge through experience that you have and the ability to help people um, see and work through exactly what you, everything you just talked about. I see a therapist every two weeks and some of the things that we were talking about was just that facing exactly how you feel so that you can let it out of your subconscious mind. Because Mm -hmm. this is one one of the things that we were talking about in, in my therapy session that um, when you're, when you've gone through a traumatic experience, your brain stores it in, in your subconscious. And yes. so anytime you have in a, a similar experience, it's a trigger for you. And yes. so instead of running away from that trigger, um, which it, it, let me back up, those triggers lead to anxiety attacks and all kinds of other yes. feelings and emotions. Right. And so anytime you see or feel something that is similar to it, the, the, the natural thing to do is to avoid it. But what she said, it was what you said, face it. She said, write about it. Write about exactly what it is that you're feeling. Write about how it feels to be, or how it felt to be in that exact traumatic experience, like the traumatic experience, and how what you're going through now, what you're experiencing now is linked to that. She said, face that so that you can take it. What you're doing is you're literally taking it out of your subconscious mind, and you're facing it. You're releasing it out of the subconscious, and you're dealing with it right then and there so that the next time you're in a situation similar to it, it won't be it won't be as traumatic for you because you faced it. Yep. That right there helped That's me it. so much. It, helped, it It is exactly. And it's so, it's so like you wouldn't know that unless you have gone through that, unless you had, you know, either training or therapy or, you know, that is something that you had to experience. And then the other thing, um, Oh, you talked about so much. What the other <laughs> thing you, you said was, especially with men allow yourself to feel yeah like that is something that 
I believe, especially in, in the um, African-American community, our men were not allowed to feel. Now, our women, too. Our women oh, yeah. were not allowed to feel, too, because we had to toughen up and straighten up and, you know, go to work and, and, and just be the, the fill the void when our men were taken away. Yeah. And so whew, we as a community have so much work to do um, as it relates to this journey to wholeness that um, I'm grateful that we're living in a time where um, therapy is no longer as taboo as it used to be. Yes. Um, especially yes. in the in the church community, right? Right. So, yes. Absolutely. Oh, I, that my question is: When is your program starting? What do you, like? I hope you got like a pro, you putting together a package for people to be able to work with you, because I believe yes, you're a, a motivational speaker. Yes, you're an author, but you got a whole lot of a lot more in you, and it's it's oozing out of you. And I can't wait to see what God does. Um, so tell us where we can find you. And then I got a pop quiz for you. Okay. Sounds fun. No, 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 no. Let's do the pop quiz first. Let's do okay. the pop quiz first. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, the pop quiz in three words or less, describe your journey to wholeness. Okay. My journey to wholeness. I would say it was intentional. Mm-hmm. It was redefining. Mm. And I'll say I have like a few words in my head and I'll just pick one. <laughs> yes. I'll say it was an intentional, it was redefining, and it was equipping. Mm. I'll say that. I love each and every one of those words. And if this wasn't a pop quiz, we could unpack all three of those and spend <laughs> another 30 minutes talking about it. Um, but that's great. What does progress along this journey look like for you? Um, progress along this journey to me, um, it looks like always being willing and open-minded to learn. Mm. So whether that be you're learning from a mistake or you're learning from someone who is, uh, has wisdom to give you, just remain um, open-minded to receiving um, whatever wisdom anybody is trying to give you on a situation or just about life mm-hmm. and um, and just uh, just keep yourself you know your heart and your mind and your spirit just open and willing to continue to learn through all of the mistakes because you're supposed to make mistakes that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much the point you know mm-hmm. so don't beat yourself up about it just be willing to learn from it mm-hmm I love that. All right. Yeah. Third question um, and final question before you tell people how we can find you is what is one thing 
that people can do to live an intentional, purposeful life starting today? I will say um, to live an intentional and purposeful life today. Um, You know, mine is to forgive. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll say to forgive. um, But also to. I call it redemptive. Redemptive suffering is something I read before. And that is whatever you've been through in your past. Um, whether it is any type of hurt, trauma, or pain that was inflicted on you, use that as your tool to push through it and help somebody else that's been through that very thing. Mm. A lot of the times, God, we go through those things because God is equipping us to, to be there and help other people that have gone through that very same thing. So use that as your tools. And, re- and recognize that there is a blessing in that. It's a blessing in whatever hurt or trauma you've been through. So I would say forgive in order for you to live an intentional, purposeful life and to use that trauma or past hurt or pain, let it all out on the table so that you'll be able to help somebody else down that road there. Ebony, such a beautiful spirit. And I I can see the joy behind your smile now. Like you have a picture (laughs) on your Facebook page of this bright smile. And I know why now it's so bright. And I'm so glad that I met you. And I'm so glad that I have this opportunity to share the world with you. Please tell everybody where we can find you on Instagram, on Facebook. Let us know about your business and your products um, and how we can partake in that as well. Um, Let us know if you have any discounts or anything you want to highlight for us because we want to get connected with you, girl. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you can can find me on Facebook. Um, My main page is Ebony. E-B-O-N-Y-C, Penland, P-E-N-L-A-N-D. And I will Um, link this below in the show notes. Okay, awesome. And my Facebook business page is Pearls Essentials Cosmetics. Mm -hmm. My Instagram um, is Godiva Natural 89 is my personal page. And my business page is at Pearls Essentials Cosmetics. And um, I have one more Instagram page I actually forgot to talk about is I throw brunches called Women Who Brunch With Purpose. So I have an Instagram at Women Who Brunch With Purpose. Um, And lastly, you can get my book on Amazon and it is called The Lighthouse and the Fisherman. And the products that you sell with Pearls Essential Cosmetics, what are those? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, um, I hand make the products myself. They are plant-based skincare products created to promote self-care and self-love. They include um, bath salts, body scrubs, body butter, body oils, rose water. I make everything myself. So, yes. I love that. Well, guys, listen, you heard this episode. You know how amazing it is. Do not keep it to yourself. Make sure you share it with somebody by hitting that share button right where you're listening from. When you see the flyer, if you see the flyer on Facebook or Instagram, don't keep it to yourself. Go ahead and share it as well. We want as many people to get this message of forgiveness because guess what? You ain't got no room for unforgiveness 
with where God is taking you and where you are about to go. Ebony, you hit the nail on the head today. Thank you so, 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 so much. I enjoyed every moment of this. Guys, take care and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.